In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. All right. Well, we are here today with Jill Castilla and Ann Chen from Herd on Herd. Hey. Actually, you're from Citizens Bank of Edmond. That's but, right. But they're one and the same. And we're here to talk about Herd on Herd. So. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys for joining Welcome us. Welcome to the show, ladies. Yeah, great Thanks. to be here. How long has this been going on? So we started last September. Okay. And so we've been, this, we'll be wrapping up our season October 17th, going March through October. But last year we just did September and October. And we were just doing September and we hoped to have about 500 people there and about 3,000 showed up. So we were like, <laughs> let's do this again. Yeah. And so um, we thought March would be a good time yeah. for the weather. And yeah, it worked out really well. So we love our street parties. We do. In Oklahoma, we lead the way yes. when it comes yes, to street celebrations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, Herd on Herd is sort of um, uh, like H and Eight, but this is this is up in Edmond. Yeah, so. we've been a sponsor of H and Eight for a couple of years now, right? And just have seen that event grow and and what it's done for Midtown Oklahoma City has been amazing. And we're located in downtown Edmond, which is really isn't that different from. Mm-hmm. A midtown type of renaissance not, no. and we had folks in our community reaching out to us saying we want an h and eighth kind of flavor up in edmund we want some of that urban grit up there in the birds <laughs> yeah. and they turned to us and and we had enough people asking us about it that we just said you know what let's just try it and see if it works and we had some great food trucks kind of jump off the edge with us and and we put up some pop-up shops and have a couple of bands and had a great party that first night and there was so much goodness and yeah. celebration and kind of um, just kind of that soulful experience that you kind of miss out sometimes up in Edmond and that we just said, let's just keep doing this and hopefully it encourages others to, to take that leap as well. Well, um, can you think of some of the bands that you've had playing up there oh my off gosh. the top of your head? Or? Yeah, we've had Aluma, we had Baby Bees, we've had Matt Stansberry in the Romance, we had Graham Colton, and we've had, oh, Goodness, there's just Chase been, Kirby just on the voice. Yeah, oh, there you go. Chase has been on our stage like 50 <laughs> times because he plays with everybody. So <laughs> he's amazing. And yeah, so he he played with, I mean, just so many different people. And um, and it's so fun because we'll have the music, musicians will come back and support the festival even yeah. when they're not performing. So, yeah. um, but we try to have great local talent. And then we've also been able to have some folks that are coming through town and perform that maybe from out of state. And we've had a lot of people come back um, with Shane Henry. And Maggie McClure, and they—they've all come back to just be part of our event, even when okay, it's more cool. about homecoming. So, uh, what is so when you set out to do this? Like, you said people were telling you they wanted stuff like H and Eighth, but did you like? So, did you make some conscious decisions of what you're not going to do, like H and Eighth, to be different? Or, well, we we met with the planners of H and Eighth. We know them well, and they they kind of said, "Well, this is what we would have done differently in our beginnings." Or this way, we, <laughs> nice. it was really successful for us. So we were able to really gain some wisdom quickly by leveraging off of their experience. And it, I love that about our city how unselfish we are with one right. another, and that we lift up. There's not a, a 
rivalry between the burbs and the urban core. There's really this, let's, we're all in this together. Let's make Oklahoma City awesome. And Edmond can only be as great as what the urban core is mm-hmm. and vice versa. And so we really have benefited from them really lifting us up. So um, they, they told us about which food trucks will help you make this special and, and that you can count on. And they're wonderful um, collaborators. And so we're really grateful for that as well as some of the uh, just logistics on how to get trash and recycling completed. Right. So they really helped us kind of get a couple of years into a festival, even though we were just doing it right off, you know, brand new. Because yeah, it feels like you guys just sort of exploded. Like, mm-hmm. It seemed like the success mm-hmm. was almost immediate. Yeah, I think it has to do with the organic nature of it, that the community was kind of calling for it. We don't take any sponsorships for the event, and so it is just our bank putting it on. So our team um, is the, are the volunteers, and then we have some other folks in our community that have reached out to us and saying, we want to be part of it, let's volunteer. But we don't take any money, and we don't make any money off the mm-hmm. event. Um, it's purely just to try to build community. And so I think that wholesomeness uh, really comes through, and people are attracted to that. It's kind of got a thrill back flair to it and just um, when you walk around and those are the comments that you hear not just about the great food and great shopping and great music but more so about this this just feels so good and thanks for bringing nice. this goodness to to Edmund so well you had mentioned earlier that the people in Edmond were wanting something like H and Eighth, and they they turned to you. I mean, they, yeah. they turned to Citizens Bank of Edmond. So then you've obviously had some other kinds of involvement then in the community. It's like, what's some other things that you've done? Yeah. So our bank has been on the same intersection downtown Edmond for 114 years. Holy cow! Is it really? Yeah. I mean, so we're really like a newbie, like, hey. <laughs> and and I think there's a lot of social capital and credibility there that we're going to do things that are good for everyone. We really believe that if we do good, we'll do well. And this is like your only location. There's not yeah, other citizen banks of Edmond around. Right. This is we just are, an anchor to the city. Yes, we're right in you know downtown Edmond. We've invested in technology to kind of spread our reach. By the fourth generation of my family of ownership and management at the bank, and I'm 43, so people know I'm going to stick around. Yeah. And, and we have really planted our flag in downtown Edmond and say we're going to make this place special and and um, there's high expectations around our community as to how we're going to do that as a bank and so um, we just try to live up to that expectation and we've been really grateful to have the support around us through University of Central Oklahoma, which is just right. amazing and just a couple blocks away. And that's um, our alma mater. Yeah. I mean, so well, you, having... I could be there right now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. We're, we're here right now. So, so when UCI was looking for their main campus, um, mm-hmm. our president back in the day, in the early 1900s, helped secure that first land purchase. Really? So we've always been the player to kind okay, of make things happen go. in Edmond. And, and, and that reach has gone through the whole metro as Edmond has been kind of absorbed into the metro community. But... But um, yeah, we're all highly engaged. It's not just me. I mean, our whole team is on every single nonprofit board you can imagine, and in not only Edmond, but the Oklahoma City Metro. And then we're just so present. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're a humble group. We try to be really accessible. And, and we're very engaged on social media, which I think allows that conversation to happen you that you normally wouldn't maybe have with your banker. So, Anne, you're obviously involved with h and and you work for Sedences Bank. Is that right? I mean, yeah, sorry, heard, heard, heard. heard. Yep. What's going to happen? Yes, I do help um, Jill's the visionary, and I try to execute the plan as best <laughs> as I can. So it's been a lot of fun. So do you get all your coworkers on board to help with Herd on Herd? Definitely. Like, without the volunteers of our of my coworkers, it would not be a successful event. So we definitely nice. rely on all of them. Mm-hmm. And they, they give tirelessly 
hours and hours in the heat too. In right. July and August, it was a hundred degrees. They tirelessly pour their hearts out for the community. So. And do you gather other volunteers from Edmond um, outside? A couple, of, yeah. We okay. have come with some of the hunky college students help us there with moving oh, some yeah, tables. Hunky You've got a whole crew that uh, you can pull from from the college. But we we really do like our 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 colleagues and our, my coworkers are the ones that that really do a lot awesome. of the heavy lifting. <laughs> well, and they're prideful about mm-hmm. the event. I mean, they protect sure. it. They want to make it as best as they can it can possibly be. So it's not just punching a card saying that I volunteered. I mean, they they own this event and they mm-hmm. want to make it really special. And I think that's the difference with uh, a local community bank because the difference is that we are, you know, we've been around for 114 years, but the really the thing is it what makes us a local community bank is that you can walk up to the local banker mm-hmm. and you know, you can get that small business loan. You can get your first home. You can start a family that way and the heart on heart event really kind of reflects that attitude of the local community banker because you can't always do that with a regional or national bank yeah there's just not very many of us left and they're you know they're really special entities throughout our metro that we need to support so jill you are the the president and ceo right yes but the bank's going to have been in your family for several generations? Yeah, in the fourth generation. Wow. So I hijack it a little bit. It's my stepfather's <laughs> yeah. family. So I didn't grow up in a banking family, but it's a legacy that I think is just precious and cherish and, and feel a great amount of responsibility mm-hmm. to be a part of it. Um, I moved back um, in 2009 um, to assist the bank in a turnaround so that we could persevere through that and stay around for the next 114 years and we were very successful in that and so the bank has made a commitment that we're gonna we're gonna be here it's only gonna be our bank name on the side of that building and we're gonna we're gonna make it work and then to brag on you a little bit in american banker magazine (laughs) but you're number 20 this year you were never heard about that 25 yeah oh yeah (laughs) we do our research Good. Well, the coolest thing about the American Banker is that our team has won top team for the last two years in the category under $40 billion. And our bank is a $250 million bank. I mean, we're a teeny tiny little bank. Yeah. But under $40 billion, we were named the top team in 14 and 15. So we have an, a group of people that we work with that are just exceptional. They are um, have amazing sense of service and mm-hmm. commitment to our community, but they're also very down to earth and not your kind of slick back hair bankers right. you know there it's a it's a humble group that really wants to do the right thing you're making me want to change banks I, I, yeah. that's, that's the plan that's the plan that's so, slow I, takeover hey if it's not us bank local i mean really yeah. go and and chill out with your local community banker and if you can't go and meet with the president and ceo of your bank mm-hmm. then change banks because you need to you need to have that just like you go to a food truck you're meeting with the guy that's, that's making right. the food yeah. i mean if you're banking you need to make you need to be with the gal or the girl the guy or the the gal that's that's making the loan making the decision and, and that's what you find with a local community bank and if you're you know if it's us then you can come meet with me anytime text me at midnight on saturday and i'm going to be there for you that's fantastic so it's the same it really goes along the same lines that local shopping local food and local music you want there's something about hearing the songwriter sing the song that's from your hometown you know that that means something and and local banking is the same way um so heard on heard that's it's in downtown Edmond. so that's north of second street is is heard 
I'm, I can't even remember it anymore. Is that an East-West Street? It is thing? an East-West okay. Street. And we named it after her because we're the festival's primarily on Broadway. But, right. you know, it's way too predictable to have a musical fe- music festival and tie it to Broadway. Right. So we decided, <laughs> let's go for Herd. You know, Herd's kind of like the, the stepchild of the, the streets in right. downtown Edmond. No one really knows where it's at. And uh, we just, we loved kind of that, um, the underdog status uh. of Herd. So it's it starts at... Heard, which is um, about three blocks north of Second Street, okay. um, which is the north side of downtown, and our bank is actually there. We have two branches in downtown Edmond, located a block apart, so it goes from <laughs> bank to bank, and so um, it starts at Heard and goes to First Street along Broadway. So we have three city blocks full of nice. shopping and and we charge shopping and food trucks, and we don't charge anything for food trucks and and the pop-up shops to be there. We just had the pass-through fee there of our city, which is, I think, $35. And then we provide the tents for the pop-up shops. So it's a really great... I mean, there's not an easier entry for small business owner to try out products and services. So we make $0 off of the event. We have a portion of beer sales and t-shirt sales that go to a charity of our choice. So we have that going to Edmund Public School Foundation. And um, and so we try to really make it where it's more about the event and not so much about kind of raise money from it. What's what's one of the biggest logistical challenges to pulling off something like that? I'm gonna let Anne <laughs> <laughs> for that. I think it's just all the moving parts because I feel like you know, especially with a bank, we do want to be very conscious and make it a safe and, and friendly environment. So that of course means you know. Are all the port? There's enough porta potties. We want to make sure that's covered. We want to make sure the police is covered. We want to make sure security is good. And if someone needed something right away, even if you know someone wanted to run run change to the lobby, then we make sure the lobby's open so the food trucks can all get their change and all the logistics that go into it. That I try to make it happen the night of, and I'm kind of freaking out, but it all works out (laughs) in the end. Yeah, we consistently hear it's the most organized event that our food trucks and our shop um, go to, so we get a lot of praise from that. It's really the work of Anne and the rest of the team to make it really smooth. We keep the bank open until 10 o'clock at night. So Oh, you actually have the bank open? Yes, and it's really primarily for the food trucks and vendors, so they have a place to get Uh change if they need to, but we have our lobby staff for that purpose, but we don't sell products and services. It's not for that reason, but we do it for and their accessibility so um but we've been so blessed i mean we have had just we need to knock on some wood but (laughs) uh, we've had just such a wonderful event we haven't had severe weather issues we had to close one time but we were able to shut it down really quickly Mm -hmm. for big hail coming in it wasn't too bad but really the weather has even gone around us during the spring like and i would get tweets that someone would say like it's there's so much goodness happening in downtown Edmond. there's no way no one's anyone's gonna rain on it you know so we would have like these dark clouds that just would circle us and just go away so and the logistics have proved to be challenging but we really have had a good group that has planned to make it successful right on yeah, I say the reaction I've gotten from a, like when we were at the o- OIFTA thing the other night, a lot of the food truck owners mentioned Herd on Herd to mm-hmm. us. And I've had a lot of musicians come back and talk about it. And, and that's interesting to see. Like the It's one thing for the public to be like, oh, Herd on Herd is great. It's another thing for the people that are actually being involved in it and mm-hmm. dealing with the logistics and to come back and say, oh, no, it's it's great. Like We would go do it again and again and again. And 
Mm. I think that speaks volumes to what you guys are pulling off. And yeah, and it's definitely the community coming together. Yes. I mean, without the community supporting us, the city of Edmond and the nonprofit even being involved, like all these different things kind of play into each other. And I think the food trucks see that and all the vendors want to see it and they all want to come to be a part of it. And that's the environment that we're creating. The city of Edmond will come and they'll turn on lights and then, you know, when it gets to be mm-hmm. dark and they don't have to do that. So they're, they're just volunteering to make well, that happen. Well, I saw a picture of that. It, was, it kind of looked like mood lighting. How did, how did they do that? <laughs> it looked like there was kind of some some red and green and blue lights around the trees. I think that was from our stage. And, the, and, was the, that, and, yeah. and this That's, one will have our Christmas lights up, which will make it even super oh, nice. cooler. Because mm-hmm. we go all out for Christmas lights. So yeah. you, you had to come up to downtown Edmond to see it, to believe it. So when is the next uh, Herd on Herd? October 17th. October so, 17th. This will be yes. the end of the season. It's the last one of the so year. So this is the last chance to check it out. Yes, mm-hmm. and so the last one was the fair opening weekend, home football games for OU and OSU. <laughs> you would think complete disaster for an outdoor festival. Still at 14,000 wow. attendee. And we always go on the low side when we're estimating just because our goal isn't to be the biggest and baddest. But this one, there's an away game for OU, no game for OSU, and no fair. So we're expecting yep. October 17th to be, be, be really yeah. amazing. So um, hope everyone will come out because we, we, that sense of community, you know, bringing your pettable pet, and mm-hmm. and seeing kids dancing Edible around, pets. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, is it, so is it normally like the third? Is it on Friday or Saturday? It's the third Saturday. Third Saturday. So, so it's the third Saturday. Yeah. So we never okay. conflict with H and Eighth. We want to make sure we're nice. separate from them. And then the weekends where we've shared, we've said, you know, come to go down to downtown Oklahoma City on Friday night, and then come up to Edmond on Saturday you, there night. You go. But when you walk around, you see people from all over the metro. So people will come up to us and say, "I came from Midwest City or Norman," and it's just wonderful to see our community nice. coming together as a metro and and really supporting both the burbs and the urban right. yeah it really feels like it ties oklahoma city and edmond together socially yes and kind of doing the same activity because now that i live in almost downtown oklahoma city i have a brother who lives in edmond and that's really the only reason why i go up there mm-hmm. i don't really have any other reasons to go up there anymore i went graduated from uco up there but now that herd on herd is up there and i'm become a fan of those festivals you guys are now drawing us back up there. Yeah. It's and kind of connect, yeah, connecting the two cities again. And yeah, it's the same of us coming down to H and A or going to West Fest or, you know, any of the other festivals around town. It just, you get to see the diversity in our communities and be able to experience the best of all of it. Does it incorporate any of the other shops on Broadway? Yes, we've been so blessed that they have now opened up their shops. Almost all of them have for the evening at, at Herd on Herd. And there was some, you know, reluctancy initially from sure. some of the, the uh-huh. shopkeepers about having this festival in downtown. It's going to be a big disruption, and I'm not going to stay open. But once, the, and we actually offered free pop up space to um, the priority pop up space to those shopkeepers to see if they could just try it that way. Well, they had such a smashing success that they all started being these great advocates for the festival and staying open. Yeah. Uh, many of the ones that were the biggest naysayers are now the greatest yeah. advocates. Nice. And then the, the the restaurants were a little bit unsure about, you know, is this going to hurt my business? It's a Saturday night. And they were worried about it. Well, that night, the ones that stayed open sold out and were going, having to make multiple trips to the grocery store because they were oh, they had God. lines out the door. Mm-hmm. And so now they all stay open. They've had the biggest nights ever. We've had some of the businesses say that they wouldn't be open today without having heard on heard. Um, given those those boost 
to, yeah. to get the sales awesome. happen, to get mm-hmm. people coming. And th- that's when you really know you're making a difference. Like this is going to, this is changing downtown Edmond and hopefully we're revitalizing that, the soul of our city yeah. for my town. Downtown Edmond's kind of that soul and, and it needs to be vibrant and we need to be where we can attract uh, diverse businesses to downtown that are cool and that energize everyone else. And, and hopefully we have a little bit, you know, to help that make, help that along to, yeah. to make it happen. So what are some of the other businesses that come and occupy the pop-up shops? Is it other businesses from the Edmond area? We, we do try to, when we pick vendors, we really try to prioritize the local. So some some Edmond businesses, they have store locations and they come and exhibit. And others are actually, they do some businesses at home. They make their own jewelry. They come over to Hearn on Herd and they sell it there. So we do prioritize okay. Edmund, Yeah, sure. there's like a little bubble that's like a staple at age Nath, and I think she's from um, the west part of the city, and you know, mm-hmm. she's like a 12-year-old little girl that makes um, <laughs> so, soaps. Mm-hmm. That's just like, so a 12-year-old girl? That, oh, you oh, need really? to have her on. Oh, she, yeah. is, she is one little firecracker. So. That was really cool. I think she yeah. was at the farmer's market on 23rd Yeah, she's everywhere. Oh, she's really, oh my so. goodness, she's mm-hmm. one to know, because that well, she's going to have some money when she gets older. She is making it happen. she with you guys? Well, we can't disclose our customers. But there's so much diversity, and if we see a really cool store or some folks that are we know they're opening a store we'll ask them to come and be a part of it so it's a pretty diverse group and it's um it's probably a little bit more traditional than some of the other urban markets Mm -hmm. that you see but um, they've had really good success there's a lot of demand we have too much demand for the space we have available for food trucks as well as the pop-up shops you know even h&h is still getting more demand than the space that they have available. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So is that something that you're also thinking about in the future? Because, I mean, if you look at how fast and how big H&H expanded, are you looking to see that occur here as well? Like, you're going to kind of start blocking off four blocks, then five (laughs) blocks, and then... We don't have any expectations. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what we've been trying to do with this is just make it organic, not have goals as far as how many people we want there. We, we, we expanded an additional block midway through this season, and it was we waited until we needed it. And then the city was wonderful about ma- allowing that to happen. Nice. So um, we just tried to let it just happen versus forcing it or having some goal that we want to have 45,000 people right. just like h and has. Um, but we, we try to keep it, we want to keep it very accessible to families we don't want to over um to have too many people for the parking that's available or overwhelm our businesses so we just try to be very mindful and thoughtful and have a really high quality event and um and hope it attracts you know good people to come and and Mm -hmm. interact and hopefully be very successful for the the food trucks and small businesses that are participating and for the bands that they're able to showcase their music and get it out there. So we've had lots of UCO ACM alums. Perfect. um, A ton ton of them actually. So, and you have like a, an actual pretty nice big stage set up. It's not just like a, it's not just like a raised wooden platform. Like you have it. It's a concert stage. Oh yeah. No, we, we could cut our costs considerably (laughs) if we went for a rinky dink (laughs) stage, but Thomas production has been our partner with the Mm -hmm. um, stage. And, and we just have an amazing stage with lights and sound equipment. And the bands have all been very complimentary about that. And it's, it's the biggest part of our budget and, um, you know, it doesn't produce any revenue for the nonprofit that we try to provide, but, but we really feel like, 
like that the local music has to be as big of a showcase as the food sure. trucks and the pop-up shops. And, and we want to be an event where musicians want to come to Edmond um, to play at Heard on Heard. And so we, we make that investment so that we keep them happy and that we're able to attract great acts. And what I've been so impressed with is the music has been great, but these musicians are just such good people. Yeah. They're just so kind and generous with one another and just um, for our festival and lifting it up and um, just we've been exceptionally blessed. There hasn't been a bad apple. They have just all been incredible and, and the music is just a super bonus. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot then. Anne, what, what's your favorite food truck? Mm, I can't say I have a favorite because I haven't tried all of them yet. Right. So I can only eat one <laughs> truck at a time and I've worked the event three times. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> so if I could have an endless supply of tastings, little <laughs> bites of things, but I end up eating the whole thing and then yeah. I'm off doing something else. <laughs> so, but all of them are really like, I'm not even, I'm not trying to sound broad or, or you know, vague, sure. but all we try to welcome in the best food trucks that you know, applications. I chase them down when they have a good social media presence. So mm-hmm. I can tell you that all of them are varied. They all have unique things. And that's why you try to keep it that way when we welcome in new trucks. Who are some of the ones that we can expect to see on the 17th? Like Saucy Sicilian? Big yeah, Saucy. We've had a new Czech Delights. That's that's really interesting. Wait, which one? Czech Delights. I have so heard foods. of that one. Yeah. I have not heard of that one. Yeah, what do they yeah. share? So They're many new, new trucks. Whoa. This is just mm-hmm. amazing. Check, just check food, and I'm not okay. even exactly sure that means yet, but, I mean, it looks really fascinating on social media, so it's just been, we have all of our favorites, Katie Bugs, we have, yeah. you know, the Snow S'mores is really good, so all the all the ice cream trucks have lines just and 20, 30 people. And the snow from Snow S'mores are like... Oh my yeah, gosh, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun to see the new trucks coming online. And I, I love that our city has been so accepting. And I, well, uh, the Metro in general has been, but then like City of Edmond has been so welcoming to food trucks and really made it easy for them. And, you know, a lot of cities don't have as flexible laws as what we do that are so the more accommodating for food right. trucks. That's really allowed that industry to take off here. And it's, there's just not, for me, I don't think that there's a better kind of startup business than a food truck for someone to really be able to chase their dreams and ha- be able to take the market, take take their goods to whatever market has the demand. I mean, it's, yeah. it is really great that we provide that um, ease of entry for those types of small businesses well, in our city. We've already seen some success where those trucks turn into, you know, brick and mortar oh, stores. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big Truck Taco, Roxy's Ice Cream, mm-hmm. Waffle Champion. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. that, yeah. And that's really what you want to see. That's the gateway to something else. Right. And, and then it creates the opportunity for someone else to step in as a food truck and offer us something different. So it's it's remarkable. It's, we feel very blessed to just be able to engage with with these visionaries and these these creative talent in the food trucks and the small businesses and also the music. It's just it's really great to have that this in our city. Um, and also if you're if you like food, you know it's just like endless <laughs> options and there's just like all this competition for your business just right there in front yeah. of you. So it's pretty pretty incredible. You just made me think of something that I hadn't. It occurred to me before, but these festivals that have embraced pop-up shops as well as food trucks, you're you're doing that same thing for them yes. in a weird way. Like I can, oh, I want to start a store where I make. What we see at the industry flea, the guy was making jewelry out of like old silver spoons and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that wouldn't have thought of that as a thing, but he can take that to a small market and see if it's viable, and then go from there. And we were talking to. Um, the ladies from Awful Objects. No, Ashley and... They've started yeah. only as pop-ups, and they're now moving their presence to online because they've realized they've got the right kind of 
without having to make the investment of opening a brick and mortar and paying, you know, thousands of dollars a month in rent for a few thousand square feet and then trying to balance that with, and I think at the same time too, the, the festivals embracing musicians the way you're talking about is doing that same thing for them. It's the thing that we've lacked here yes. for decades is we've had great musicians and great talent and we've seen that through the few that have made it out into the big water. But for a lot of these small ones, it's mostly been a lack of places to go and get out there to their community. Because, you know, if you're me, I don't like to go to the Blue Note because it's smoky and gross, but some of the best bands in the city play there all the time Mm because that's where they've got to play. But now I can go see them at Herd on Herd in a nice outdoor downtown Edmond and chill under the Christmas lights and so, I mean, I think yes, you're just hitting it like, oh, just like right on the nail head because it's, it's giving those food trucks, the music, the pop-up shops a place to play. I mean, right. that's what every musician wants is just mm-hmm. a place to play. I have to show my music. And it's the same things with these good-end services, same thing with the food, is we're just giving them a, pay, a all a place to play. And we do it. I mean, all you need is 35 bucks to get the pop-up shop going. I mean, that's a very small investment yeah. to be able to get your goods out there in front of 14,000, 20,000 people in one night to see, does this work? Is, is the license plate um, wine glass, which I saw <laughs> right. the last one, is that going to work and they actually just tried it for that night and it was a hit so they're like let's do this again and that's how businesses are built and to be able to be on the front end of that as a bank we get to loan money Mm -hmm. in those type of situations but even this is earlier than that it's just it's a privilege to be a part of and to feel like that you're able to help elevate uh, folks from a dream to trying something in your life. And that's what's cool about these pop-up shops too. Like you look at the food trucks and a lot of them have these really unique food offerings that you might not find in a normal restaurant. And same with the pop-up shops. They'll have these really unique items that are either handmade or they're not going out and buying a bunch of already made items and then reselling them. Like this is from somebody's imagination that, you know, they've come up with something that's maybe, you know, local to Oklahoma City or just something really unique that... Yes. You know, it's special to them. and Yeah, the winter pops up, pop-ups were such, that was really a great breakthrough for our city. Awful objects. I mean, I love those girls yeah, so they're much. That's, oh that's, my that's exactly what I had in mind when I was saying that, too, was awful objects. <laughs> you know, shout out to Ashley. <laughs> yes. She's one of my favorite people. But, um, you know, they did their, their winter pop-ups, and they just, like, sold, sold out of, like, a bunch of their products. And of the coolest looking pop-ups, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yes. They're, they're, they're like snow are, globes. Like snow globes. Yeah, ours aren't that cool. I mean, you just get like a tent for 35 bucks. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, but that was a breakthrough and it showed that we need those types of venues mm-hmm. for our small businesses. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Well, I can't wait to get up there and check it out. I still can't wait to have them up so. there. Oh, you should. We'll give you the VIP pass. And okay. then the, the after party yeah. is at the Patriarch. There's so an after, there's oh, an I after I've party. I've never been to the Patriarch either. Oh, yes, no. yes. So, <laughs> What's the Patriarch? So the Patriarch is something that's kind of adding a little spice to the flavor of Edmund. But it's um, actually the uh, house is the person that started our bank it's his homestead it's oh, his really? house and the patriarch uh-huh. and um we don't have we didn't start the bar but it's actually this um 
this local beer, um, craft beer spot, no Wi-Fi, no TVs, no pumped in um, music, just a guy on a piano and I don't know, several dozen different beer options. And it's just like you're in someone's house. It is the coolest thing. When we got our um, benches and tables, when we decided to buy those for Herd on Herd, we got the same ones that the Patriarch has so that we could let them use our our tables and and benches whenever they needed overflow. And so they have this great sense of community with us and they just help support Herd on Herd. And then we try to be good neighbors to them. And, but they're on the North side of downtown Edmond and they have a gate all around them at now it's a cool place for UCO students to go. Those are really. Um, I wish it was there when I was going to school. So the hot yeah. spot. It's right by the post office. So people park at the post office, which is <laughs> probably hate me saying. And then they you go across the street to the Patriarch. And That's then on cool. the south side, we have the anchor um, there with Cafe Evoke. So you can go there for an after oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. event coffee or, or brew. And, and he's always so open during the event, too. So we have some really great um, talent that's coming to downtown Edmond to help us yeah. you know, make it a really enriched space. And sometimes we'll see the Cafe Evoke truck down here. Oh, yeah. And Jason Duncan, who's the owner at Cafe Evoke, he has this great connection with, he's a really kind of urban grit. You look at him and you're like, there's no way he lives in Edmond. Right. But he does. <laughs> and he and he owns his city, but he wants it to be better than what it is. He right. wants more for our city. And he wants more from me as a you know a leader in our community to do more for our city and and I love that we have that sense of ownership with our small business owners in downtown mm-hmm. and, and the way that we push one another and pull one another has been really um, inspiring. Well, that's that's what we're all about, I and mean, that's that's what we want to see more of, and that's kind of what we promote here. So that's great. More power to us. Yeah. yeah so give us uh, give us the details again that. It's in downtown Edmond. Where the October seventeenth, six to ten p.m. Uh, we had what fifty? Uh, we had almost sixty, 60 vendors. vendors. So I can so probably say we're going to be right around that. You can go to our website at citizensedmond.com and then go to our Heard on Her page, community events at Heard on Heard, mm-hmm. or you can go to Facebook or Twitter is probably the best way. You can engage with uh, Ann and I are both engaged a lot on Twitter, and then okay. we have a Heard on Heard. Um, and then the Citizens mm-hmm. Edmund. And just to spell it, it's H-E-A-R-D mm-hmm. on H-U-R-D. Yes. Heard. And is that the Twitter handle? Is the Twitter handle Heard yes, on Heard? Heard on Heard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're Heard on Heard on all three channels, okay. Instagram, so Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, mm-hmm. and then Anne will even Periscope occasionally. Nice. Yes, yes, I do. From the event, but come <laughs> to love, the event in Periscope. Periscope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, it should be really fun. It should be great weather, um, and we're just we can't wait, and we we look forward to having a great crowd again. And there's no other festivals or football games going on locally, so there's mm-hmm. no reason not to go. Yes, no, it, it should be, and we'll have games on. We have Weather's TV in downtown Edmond that broadcast games, nice. well, and then most go. of the food trucks have so TVs you won't even on miss there. No excuse. No yeah. excuse. <laughs> <laughs> bring a lawn chair. There you go. Bring, <laughs> bring a lawn chair. <laughs> hang out. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for coming. Thanks yes. for having yeah. us. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Ann. Thanks, Jill. Yeah. We look forward to seeing you on October 17th. Definitely. Awesome. You've been listening to The Wafty Show with Stephen, Aaron, and John. As always, we need to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown, recorded by the magnificent Kurt PR. Kurt's, Kurt's awesome. awesome. That is available on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. Remember, as you go out to visit our local places and events, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, waitresses, bartenders, musicians, and artists. They're out there working hard for you. One of our favorite adventures is the Escape OKC. 
Wafty listeners get an exclusive discount when they use the coupon code listen to wafty That's listen the number two, W-A-F-T-I. Visit theescapeokc.com and book your room now. You can help us continue our urban adventures by going to our website, www.waftyshow.com, and clicking on Support Us, where you will find a variety of ways to contribute, including becoming a Wafty Knight, which will grant you access to our exclusive content. We come out with a new episode every Monday. You can find us on iTunes by searching We Apologize for the Inconvenience, where you can subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on soundcloud.com slash show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show, Facebook.com slash Wafty Show, and of course, www.waftyshow.com. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. week. You get the whiskey, baby. I'll get the wine.